Yo, what is up? Welcome to Ambitious. My name is Dylan Price. Today's episode is a special one. It's one I've really wanted to do for a while. It's called an Ask Me Anything. A lot of YouTubers do it. A lot of podcasts do it when they first start out. But this is something I want to do now after 74 episodes. And it's more poignant to me to do it now following the COVID-19 pandemic, following the way this audience listening to this has reacted to everything. Mainly being that in an industry right now, the podcasting industry, ratings and you know numbers have kind of struggled a little bit. Despite that, throughout this pandemic, my numbers haven't wavered. Um, you guys have been phenomenal. You have been active listeners. Um, I, I can't thank you guys enough. So this is for you guys. This is to show you guys who's behind the mic and not just listening to me indirectly talk about things I believe in, talk about my favorite, you know, sports teams, talk about my beliefs. Um, so that's what this episode is, uh, getting to know me, I guess a little better and yeah. So quick word from anchor and then an ask me anything episode. So here we go, an Ask Me Anything episode. I'm pulling up my list of questions and going to start it off with one that was sent in to me via Instagram. The question was, who is your favorite player from each league? So this includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, and favorite boxer. So I am going to kind of do a variation of this answer in terms of people past and present. My favorite boxer, I'm going to start from the bottom and then go back. My favorite boxer prior to my lifetime, I guess, had to be Muhammad Ali because I watched Rumble and Jungle. I watched everything he did. I wrote one to, I wrote a few papers about him in school. Ali is unlike any other. He's, in my opinion, the greatest boxer to ever live. And I think that his impact was incredible on just not only the sport, but beyond the sport. He was one of the greats in terms of being a trailblazer, in terms of what a athlete really could be on and off the field, court, gridiron, or in and out of the ring. So that was Ali for me, was my favorite boxer of all time. Do think he's the GOAT as well. My favorite boxer to watch now happens to be Ryan Garcia. I think that maybe I'm crazy for believing in the, I guess, insta-hype or whatever, but Garcia is one of the fastest boxers I've ever seen. If you watch him do some of these challenges he does, his hands are insanely quick. And I feel like, yes, there's a lot of disrespect because of the notion that he's an influencer slash boxer, but he's not one of these guys like I've talked about on the show, you know, a Logan Paul, a KSI, you know, one of these guys who's a YouTuber, then a boxer. No, Garcia turned his boxing platform into an influencer platform where he's doing acting, he's doing videos, he's, you know, growing an audience. And not only that, but it's great for boxing. He's diversified the platform, diversified his platform at fights. He had a fight in Anaheim that did great numbers in terms of viewership because of the diversification of his platform. So I think what he's done for the sport has been great, and I think that he's on the march to the top, and I think that uh, he's got a fan in me, and I think... As well, my point here is I think he's going to beat Devin Haney whenever they do step in the ring. Not a bad thing about Devin Haney. I just think Garcia is too quick for him. Uh, I'm going to go NHL here. I'm just going to do my favorite current player. Uh, I'll do both. Uh, Not to be, I guess, another kind of generic answer, but Wayne Gretzky. I thought he's one of the greats as well. Um, There's not much... 
to say about Wayne Gretzky that's not already known. I'm also not a huge hockey guy, but I mean, everybody knows who Wayne Gretzky is and a lot of his quotes are incredible. I mean, you miss 100% of the shots you won't take is a quote I live by. And my favorite NHL player right now is Artemi Panarin. Uh, I'm a Ranger fan. So when I do support hockey, that is the team I support. So Artemi happens to be my guy. Um, hopefully one day I can get him on the podcast, just like any of these people I say. Uh, God rest Muhammad Ali soul. Uh, unfortunately, he won't be able to come on. But with that said, I mean, Artemi, Ryan, Wayne, the invite's yours. But And anybody else I mentioned coming up. But Artemi, yeah, I think he did a lot for New York in terms of adding some veteran experience to that team. I thought he was a guy who could have been the MVP conversation. And I think that when the NHL does inevitably return, he's going to make some noise and the Rangers are going to make some noise. So now going to three sports I'm a little more knowledgeable on. Boxing I'm pretty knowledgeable on. NHL, not incredibly. Um, I'm going to go with NBA. I'm going to start NBA here. I talked about this in my tribute to Kobe, so it is known somewhat on this podcast, but Kobe is the reason I got into basketball. I started watching because of him. He got me into the game. He got me watching the Lakers. And honestly, he got me watching the Lakers at a time where the Lakers were not the Lakers. The Lakers were struggling. And then he retired, and I was a fan of the team through the Kuzma, Lonzo, Ingram experience, or experiment, D'Angelo Russell, who I really liked, by the way. Um, I really liked the young core, and then LeBron came in. And don't get me wrong, I really do like LeBron. I've talked about that openly on this podcast as well. I like LeBron, but I think that he has a way of taking over teams when he comes to them and leaving them mangled after he leaves. I mean, take the Cavs, for example. Take the Heat. I mean, the Heat have struggled. I mean, yes, they're in playoff conversation somewhat routinely, but they're not the same team they were with LeBron. And I think that the pieces he gets around him too often cost money and resources. And I mean, look at what happened with the Lakers. I love Anthony Davis. I've always liked Anthony Davis as a player and his play style. But I mean, you lost three guys who were incredibly talented, plus a top pick for Anthony Davis, who's in a contract year just because LeBron said so. So that culture and that narrative, I really don't like. But I like LeBron. I'm still a Laker fan. And when they win the chip this year, I'm going to be very excited. Uh, hopefully Anthony Davis stays because I do think that he could be the future of the Lakers once LeBron retires. And I think the two of them together could make some noise in the coming years before LeBron inevitably calls it quits. So my favorite current player right now I'm actually going to go Luka Doncic. That's if I'm going to buy another athlete's jersey, that'll be the next athlete I buy. I like the way Luka plays. I mean, he's not selfish. He takes shots when need be, but he uh, he's willing to do anything and everything to make that Mavs team better. And I think that's admirable, and I like the play style. Kind of a weird juxtaposition to the way Kobe plays, because Kobe was so, you know, hold the ball and make everything happen on his own. And it's kind of ironic that, Luka is the opposite, but I really admire Luka for it. But yeah, uh, Kobe is the greatest player I've gotten to watch in terms of somebody who I just, you can't stop watching. I love LeBron and his impact on the sport, even though he does irk me sometimes. And watching the Last Dance documentary and learning about Jordan was incredible. But in terms of who I got to watch, Kobe's the greatest for me, in my opinion. That does not mean I think he's the greatest of all time. He's the greatest I got to watch. Um... I'm going to get some pushback on that, obviously, because of LeBron. But LeBron is top of all time. He's one of the top, and he's not the top. But he's one of the top. He's probably higher than Kobe. 
but I do believe that Kobe's legacy is much more, much more, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but it's more extensive and more impressive in my eyes than LeBron's. So, yes, I would probably put them on equal footing right now. If LeBron wins a ring with the Lakers, maybe I'd change it up a little bit. But in my eyes, Kobe is the greatest I got to watch play. Maybe that's recency bias. Maybe it's not. But in my eyes, Kobe's the greatest I got to watch play. I'm going to go MLB here. My favorite prior player was Derek Jeter. Uh, He, just like Kobe got me in the sport for basketball, Jeter... I got into the sport on my own for baseball, but Jeter kept me in the sport. Derek Jeter is... There's not... I'm trying to think of the right word because there's often Jeter hate, but it's not about the -the on-the-field impact of Derek Jeter because Derek Jeter was an incredible player. He's maybe on the field, not one of the greatest shortstops ever, but in my eyes, what he did on and off the field made him one of the greats because he was able to lead that team, lead them through adversity, lead them through everything. And that's something that I don't know if any New York Yankee or any other athlete will ever be able to do because that sense of leadership, humility, and just overwhelming love and desire to be on one team his whole career, it's lost on a lot of players in today's society. And it's something I think is going to get very, very rare as time goes on. My favorite current player is Mike Trout. Um, I love Aaron Judge. It, last season, he probably would have took the throne from Mike, but he got hurt. But I've always liked Mike. I've always liked the way he plays. I think he's on his way to becoming one of the greatest. I hope he plays this season because I think this is his best chance. I talked about this with Brendan last week to win a ring. Um, I hope he plays. But right now, Mike's just on another level than anybody else. And I think that he's the greatest I've gotten to watch right now at this point than... I mean, it seems like every time he's at the plate or every time he's in the field, he's always making a play, and you you can't not watch, just like how Kobe, you couldn't not watch. So that's my uh, opinion on that. And then NFL. So I'm going to go favorite all-time player, and this one's going to be past my time here. Oh, I struggle with this one. My, I'm going to go favorite here. I'm not going to go greatest. I'm just going to go favorite for both. I'm I'm struggling here. <laughs> right now, my favorite player in the NFL currently, I'm just going to kind of list off three guys. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think what he's doing for the game on and off the field is kind of taking over as the face of the game. He's the half a billion dollar man, and he's well, well deserved of that. Um, as much as I rip on him, watching Lamar Jackson play is very, very exciting. So I would put him up on that list. But my favorite player right now has got to be Jamal Adams. I really like Sam Darnold. I want to see a little more from him before I name him one of my favorites. But Jamal is probably my favorite, and I hope he stays in New York. But if he doesn't, you know, best of luck to him. And yeah, he's probably my favorite current player. But all time, I'm, I'm Joe Montana, Peyton Manning. It might be Peyton Manning, honestly. Peyton Manning was my Joe Montana, I guess, of my era because I had Tom Brady watching his whole career. I caught the back half of Peyton and caught the -the off-the-field career of Peyton, and I just liked everything that Peyton's done. I also think he's hilarious, so he's probably my my favorite retired player. 
So yeah, that's pretty in-depth answers. So I am going to stick kind of with the favorite theme and go to favorite teams. Also, uh, I do cover some NASCAR on this podcast. I'll be short about it, but Dale Jr. is my favorite former driver, and then Chase Elliott is my favorite current driver. So that, I kind of covered all bases, really. Um, So yeah, so then going to teams, uh, NFL team, it's the New York Jets. Uh, My grandfather got me into that team. He's also the reason this podcast has started. I am going to talk about that in a little bit. He's the reason this is going on. He's the reason I'm a Jets fan. So, yeah, I'm a New York Jets fan through and through. I write for them for Empire Sports Media and turn on the Jets with Joe Caparoso. I've covered them from day one of my writing career and probably will be the reason I get anywhere if I do in this in this crazy sports world is because of my knowledge and love for the New York Jets. MLB, the Yankees. The Yankees have been my ride-or-die team for MLB, and the Yankees and Jets are probably my two favorite franchises in any sports because I those are my go-to teams. Um, my whole room is basically navy blue, um, Yankee blue, whatever you want to call it. Uh, my room is practically pinstriped. It's a shrine to the Yankees. I love the Yankees. I probably always will. I actually, a little nuance I don't talk about much. I don't love writing about the Yankees because it's hard to be critical about them because there's 162 games. So if I watch 100 100 games of 162, I feel like I'm not doing due diligence for the reader, but 16-game seasons are a lot easier to watch every game because 162 nights, you're bound to miss one game. So that's kind of my opinion and the standpoint of the Yankees and why I can't write about them, but they are my favorite MLB team. My favorite NHL team, I touched on at the Rangers, just naturally gravitated towards them because that was what a lot of my family and friends gravitated towards in terms of hockey. Basketball, it's because of Kobe. I'm a Laker fan through and through. I I tried once to watch the Knicks because I wanted to have all New York teams, and I couldn't do it. I'm a Laker fan through and through, and I'm proud of that. I already talked about favorite boxer, favorite driver. Um, Yeah, that's kind of really it in terms of the major sports, uh, my favorite teams. Um, So I am going to get into a deeper question here. I wanted to do a couple of these and then go back to some of the, you know, more lighthearted questions. So my first deeper question was, what does it take to make it in this world? So this is my first one. Um, Kind of a vague question, but... As cheesy as it sounds, being ambitious. I mean, if you have drive and are willing to reach any goal, I truly believe, and I'm not just trying to say this to sound like a Hallmark card, any goal is achievable if you put your mind to it. I used to always want to be an MLB player. I think had I truly been a gym rat at a young age, had truly pushed myself, truly you know, bettered myself, I could have gotten to a point where I would have been a quality baseball player, but I was afraid of the baseball. I struck out way too much, and baseball wasn't my thing. And I I still love the sport, but it wasn't my thing. But some people chase those dreams and that endless love, and they should go after it. I My dream is talking about sports and being a part of the sports industry. And if I can do that, that's my passion. And I'm going to chase that relentlessly. I'm doing that by having this podcast. I'm doing that by my writing. And since the age of 14, I haven't stopped. I have written 
articles consistently since. It's not something that I even think twice about. And this podcast is another aspect of that. Fireside football is another aspect of that. And until I make it in this world, even when I do, I'm going to keep being ambitious because another nuance is a guess of my future is at some point I plan to try to endeavor into making a difference in society after the sports industry, whether that be politics, whether that be activism, whether that be, you know, just trying to make a change, even in military, I guess, but just trying to make an impact on society in any shape or form. So that's kind of what it takes, in my opinion, to make it in this world is just having a relentless drive to be ambitious and chase those dreams. So then this was a more poignant question in the same sense of when you make it, do you believe you'll be fulfilled? This is something I've actually thought about a lot lately. So say I get where I want to go which to me, Brendan and I talked about it a little bit last week, to me that would be having my own radio show, talk show, some show where I really get to display my beliefs on mainstream media. Do I think I'll be fulfilled? I hope so. I I hope that I get on that set that first day and I feel like everything I've worked for leads me to right there. I do really love the front office side of things, so I think that if I was in that aspect, I'd be fulfilled as well, but I truly don't think I'd be fulfilled with my life as a whole until I've made a positive contribution to society, whether that be in media and giving the opportunity to people to have this platform, because I love talking to people whose stories aren't as known as some of the mainstream stories and podcasts out there, Uh, whether that's doing that, whether that's talking to somebody and making an impact based on their beliefs and resonating with them. So I hope I'll be fulfilled. I do believe that in some sense, with the way the industry's changed and there's so much freedom, you don't have to just conform to the ESPN standards, the CBS standards, although I'd love to do that. Even their higher-ups have changed the way. It's not just the read the market or read the teleprompter for sports center anymore it's personality it's beliefs it's true opinions and i think that that's the way the industry is changing and i think that i will have the opportunity to be fulfilled because it's not just about sports for me it's about the impact sports play it's about the impact that i can make on society and i think that if i can do that in any sense with this with talking with writing then i'll be fulfilled so so yes that's it but if no what do you think will fulfill you as a person i just touched on that Uh, making a difference in society will fulfill me um next question favorite guest so this is one i do get a lot um at some point and this is just a kind of personal note i guess at some point when i've been doing my podcast it transitioned from my friends joking about whether i was going to get this person on you know that's not a possibility to at some point individually there's been a guest that each of my friends has went oh wow wow so those moments are great for me so all of those guests who've been able to do that are impeccable to me. I love every individual that's come on the show. There has not been one interview that I've turned off and I said, that was awful. That's, that's the worst interview I've ever done. No, just about every interview you can ask, I get off and I am ecstatic because I'm just excited for it to go out to the public because I mean, 99% of interviews, not counting some of the ones with my friends because we joke around and I don't know if that should be in public sometimes, but honestly, the majority of it, I truly believe that Every interview has been great, impactfully to me, but some of my favorites, I will highlight some that really stuck with me, 
Andrew Siciliano. I mean, that's a guy that's a mentor of mine. He talked to me. I haven't talked about this on air, but he talked to me off air for an hour after we finished. That conversation, that episode was maybe 30 minutes. Well, he talked to me for another hour after. He gave me tips. He gave me pointers. He gave me stuff I use in every episode. He gave me, you know, directives on college, on writing, on my future, on, you know, just having a contact in the industry. And I can't thank Andrew enough for that. That was incredible. Um, So that's one of my favorites. Uh, Lily Rice, uh, Kevin Hines, Kirstie Ennis, all three of them, incredible stories, incredibly inspirational stories. I've loved talking to them. In terms of hilarity, I actually laughed a lot when taping the episodes with Chris Roach, evidently, because he's a comedian, but also Jack Matthews. Um, separating personal from actions, or as a talker, him and I had a lot of fun taping that episode. But as a person, I don't know where his beliefs truly lie in terms of everything. And I just did my best to present an unbiased opinion in that interview. But, you know, on an interviewer standpoint, it's a cool interview when you get to kind of dive deeper into somebody's mental and, you know, what they truly believe standpoint of things. So, yeah, I've probably reiterated it a lot, but I really enjoyed, you know, getting that kind of aspect of things. So yeah, those are some interviews I really wanted to highlight, but I've really loved all interviews that I've done because they've all had an impact on me individually, and I've really enjoyed putting that out, and I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, Next question came in was, I guess a little more of a interesting one. What came first, the egg or the chicken? So at first I was kind of dumbfounded by this question because it seemed idiotic, but then I really thought about it, and it's actually rather brilliant. I think the chicken came first. I'd like to know what you guys think. I think the chicken came first and then laid the eggs. I don't know how the chicken got there. Maybe a chicken tree? (laughs) I really don't know. But that's kind of my mentality about it. Um, Yeah, that's kind of my short answer to that. Where do you plan to go to college? That's the next question. Um, Right now, I'm actually doing a college visit tomorrow. Um, visiting Cortland by me. Uh, I'm going to visit some schools around me, uh, Siena College, uh, Geneseo, um, Geneva in Pennsylvania, Syracuse, Penn State, when I'm able to visit Ithaca. Those are just a couple schools that at this point in time in July I like, but I've got time to make my decision. Uh, Not a ton, but time. And be sure, this is a kind of a coming soon thing, One of my formal announcements, maybe my official announcement of me where I decide officially I'm going to go is going to be announced on Ambitious. I have said that since last year that I really would love to share that moment with this audience and also get to explain my decision on air because I feel like I have this platform. So why not explain where I'm going to friends, family and you guys and where I think that that school can take me. So those are some schools I've pinpointed right now. I don't know if that'll be where I end up going. Who knows? But those are some schools I have in my head right now. So yeah, who has been your biggest inspiration in this podcast? So for me, I kind of alluded to it, but it would be my grandfather. Um, My parents are incredibly driven in terms of pushing me to do this and pushing me to endlessly pursue anything I am passionate about. And I can't thank them enough for that. And their support is incredible. It's much better than anything I could have ever imagined for how they would treat me about this. 
But my grandfather inspired me to want to get into sports casting because every Sunday we would talk about sports. And actually, I started writing a little bit about this today because I wanted to write this story down. But he is the reason I'm doing this. He used to tell me I had a big future in it and I never believed it. And when he passed away, I lost my outlet for all my sports knowledge. And I tried, I did, to spew that stuff out to other people. But when I got the opportunity from a chance meeting, and I do want to have him on in a few weeks, um, uh, we're working on that. Uh, my first boss, uh, I will allude to it, but explain it if he comes on. He gave me the opportunity to write, and since there, then I went to Empire Sports Media with Alex Wilson, and now joined Brendan um, there. And since then, I've been on one podcast on my own. I started one with them, Fireside Football. I'm writing for a Jets insider I could have never dreamed to write for, Joe Caparoso. So yeah, it's been a whirlwind, and I can't thank my grandfather enough because he pushed me to do this. And even after he's gone, I hope he's proud of everything I've been doing. Oh, next question. Um, Is there a next question? Do you believe you're ambitious? This sounds arrogant and maybe a little cocky, I guess. I do to some extent. I believe I truly am ambitious because I think everybody can be ambitious in some endeavor. Uh, When I originally started this podcast, honestly, I never thought that that mentality and that word would mean so much to me. But truly being ambitious can push you and drive you to do anything because, you know, being ambitious can make you get anywhere you really want to go in life. I talked about that a little bit before, but that would be the best way to, I guess, describe my mentality towards being ambitious. Uh, With that said, I'm trying to see if there's any more questions. Um... Who is your favorite musical artist? Uh, it's it's hard to think of one to pinpoint. I really like Thomas Rhett and Blake Shelton. Sorry for anybody who doesn't like country. They're just kind of two guys I really like. Um, Brett Eldridge as well. In terms of more mainstream, um, the kind of first person I really thought of was Eminem. I wouldn't say that he's somebody that I really like or that spreads a positive message but yeah his songs are kind of catchy sometimes um i think that's really it uh right now if you want a song that i've been listening to i listened to luke bryan say that one of the songs that he really really enjoyed when he was younger not because of how positive and uplifting it is was what i'd say by earl thomas conley and listening to it it's comes from a place of hurt and it's probably one of the greatest country songs i've ever heard so yeah, listen to that. Check that out. Uh, great song. Great, great song. Um, trying to find the next question. Where do you want to go with this? So this will probably be my last question because this kind of ties into what I want my legacy to be. Um, where do I want to go with this? If I had to look ahead, so I talked about fulfillment. If I had to look ahead to what I want my dream future, like ideal to look like, it's me sitting getting the platform to talk about things. I've seen myself doing radio, doing, you know, a Mike Francesca style or Francesca style show, um, doing an afternoon drive kind of radio show. 
I've seen myself doing a part in my take, like a barstool sports kind of thing where I get to have fun, have freedom to kind of just do whatever I want and let stuff fly. Um, I've also had the idea and dream of wanting to one day succeed SVP doing SC at night. I would love to have that show to myself one day to do that. I would love to succeed him because he's somebody that I look up to in the business. Um, I thought about being on NFL Network. I've thought about a lot of those things. I've thought about being in the front office of a team, but really a lot of it is around just getting my voice out there. I've even thought about blogging for companies, but predominantly I just want to get my voice out there. So if I'm able to do that, say a 10 year goal, that would be a good goal for me in terms of what I'd like to do after I get to that point, it'd be to help others. I'd like to get back. I'd like to help others get to the point I'm at. But at some point, there's going to be a time, I truly believe, where I'm going to say, yeah, I'm done. Like, there's going to be a line where I think I'm going to feel fulfilled with what I've accomplished and want to step away. And at that time is when I do believe I'd want to make an impact in terms of, I plan to do it while I'm working, but fully devote myself to making an impact, whether it be politically running for, you know, an office or running to try to do something in terms of philanthropy, but I would like to make an impact on others' lives. I love doing that through this. If I can give you any escape from reality by listening to this, then that's incredible to me. But predominantly what my impact I want most to be is just to have helped others in any sense in the future. And I hope it's through whatever I do in terms of sports, or I hope it's through showing you what the impact of sports can truly be, or I hope it's maybe making an impact as your president one day. I don't know, maybe, probably not. But, you know, dream big and be ambitious and you can achieve it. And I feel like that was a ask me anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I want to thank you guys for listening. I just rambled for 28 minutes straight about myself. Um, I feel incredibly egotistical after doing that. But I hope you guys enjoyed because this was kind of fun for me to reflect back on everything I've done to this point and also talk about what my future holds because I also never thought that this would happen with COVID-19. I never thought that I'd be worrying about if I'd even get a senior year. And I feel like everybody can kind of stop and I feel like we all take things for granted sometimes. So yeah, this is my way of reflecting on all those things and making sure that I don't just take things for granted in terms of this platform I have and trying to get you guys to kind of see more of me and not just me just be the guy behind the mic and so you guys know a little more of my story because I don't really disclose it a lot, but that's my story. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this Ask Me Anything and reminder, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambitious Podcast, Twitter at Ambitious with DP, YouTube Ambitious with Dylan Price. We have merch, hit us up on Instagram at Ambitious Podcast. And yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts, check us out. We'll be back next week, ambitious listeners. Have a good one.